0: monster a creature with such horrific features a lady a bride and scary movie fan some nerds and their website present this woman and Hello, and welcome back to the Bride and Creature podcast with me, the creature Joey G. Joining me as always, the cutest podcaster in town, the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love?
1: I'm good. How are you? I'm real good. Good.
0: We're not going to go into details, but this is take three.
1: Take three of the opening.
0: (laughs) We're having a good time. It's a good idea to podcast with your wife. I enjoy it.
1: I can't say the
0: same for my wife podcasting with me. I love it. I, I thought I was... I to
1: enjoy it more.
0: I thought I was just being playful, but I wasn't. I was being rude. Rude. At least that's what she says. And you know what? I accept that. Good. I apologize to you on behalf <laughs> of the hotel.
1: Is that from the, Grand Budapest? My favorite movie, yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, welcome back to the Bride of the Creature podcast. With no, I already did that part. So this week, hun, <laughs> darling, week, month, this show, episode... I hope this isn't your first episode. We're usually much better than this.
1: A little bit better. Not by much. Okay, that's
0: <laughs> confidence that is the hallmark of quality. Excellent. This month, it was Nicole's pick. And what did you pick, my darling?
1: I picked the original Suspiria from 1977. Correct. Thank you.
0: Directed by, remember? doesn't matter if you don't. I'm just don't curious. It's serious. fine. It's, it's not like this points. Dargento? Dar- Dargento, I like that. It's Dario Argento. But that's pretty uh, uh, Dargento I is good. I it. This was your first Argento. Fuck, I've got me doing this.
1: <laughs> we nicknamed everything else. So. It's true.
0: This was your first Argento. Is that correct? Yeah. You've seen other Italian films.
1: But that, our first one was that zombie one. Yeah,
0: Lucio Fulci. He's one of the big three of Italian horror. So, Fulci, Argento, and Bava. Bava
1: Mario Bava. We should do a Bava.
0: I've seen almost every Bava movie. They're my favorite. Of the like, Italian I
1: recognize You've seen You've seen
0: Bay of Blood. We have it on Blu-ray.
1: They have blood. Which it's also called that? Twitch
0: of the Death Nerve. It's that one that, like, Friday the 13th, like, whole whole cloth ripped off shot-for-shot shot deaths from. I don't
1: think
0: from. I saw it. I think we may have watched it together. I've seen it a bunch of times, so you may or may not have. It's not my favorite Baba either, but it's very good. Uh, you know how how uh, Argento in this movie in particular is all like, oh, look at all the color and everything.
1: It's very colorful.
0: Yeah, that's sort of just like he was very much inspired by uh, Baba. That's what oh, Baba was known
1: that's for. cool.
0: Yeah, Baba was earlier.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm a big fan of Mario Baba. Anyway, I, I also like Dario Argento. Uh, his use of color and sound is pretty cool. And anyway we watched Suspiria, his most yeah, popular so and enduring film.
1: I picked this movie because I know it was it's a big deal in the horror.
0: That's always a risk when you finally watch a classic. Yeah,
1: and it's always reading about it in rumor and seeing it everywhere.
0: It's an acknowledged classic. It's canon. Switch forward a bit, honey, please. Thank you, but yeah. And and did you have any uh, thoughts on it going in? What were you expecting?
1: So I guess I was expecting. I I knew it'd be very stylized. Oh yeah. um, Based on what I'd read about it, but I kind of I thought that the story. uh, I thought there'd be more to it. Okay. I think I had very high expectations going into this movie.
0: So I think I went into it with the benefit of knowing that it's an Argento movie and that he worked in and, you know, grew out of the giallo genre, which was like a, an Italian murder mystery horror sh- subgenre mm-hmm. that, that guys like Bava did a lot of that were sort of um, known for their extreme style and color and sound uh, and gruesome stabbing, mostly mur- stabbing deaths. Basically, like, everything slashers get credited with, like, revolutionizing, they're all completely 100% just ripped off of Giallo but taken away all the stylistic flourishes and just replaced it with a higher body count usually. Most Giallos are like a weird, stylish, Italian murder mystery with a masked killer with a big knife.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And there's some really cool ones. But again, they're they're almost all exercises in style over like plot. Like there's usually a very basic murder mystery plot. Yeah, I guess I didn't really
1: realize that. I thought that it would be both.
0: Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So uh, before we get into the specifics and we run down the plot of the movie, as always, there will be spoilers galore as we're going to recap the entire film. Uh, before we do that, let's have a listen to the trailer. And I love this trailer, I even like though it has too. nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> so here it is. Roses are red, are blue, but the Irish is a flower, Suspiria. Suspiria. But you cannot escape. Suspiria. The only thing more terrifying than the last twelve minutes of Suspiria. Suspiria will be the end for you! Nothing to do with the film at all, but it's cool as hell. I
1: thought that line was going to be in the movie. No,
0: no, no. That literally, like, the second half of the trailer shows some of the death scenes, but yeah, it tells you nothing about the movie, really.
1: Because, like, the trailer said it, and then the, any I mentioned Sasperia you said it. So I thought it was going to be in the movie. <laughs> I just
0: really liked that trailer. That's like, clearly someone was like, how oh, the fuck are we going to sell this movie?
1: The trailer is very cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, let's get right into it then, shall we? Shall we... uh... Yes. I have pages of notes recapping this film, including a two-page spread where apparently I missed, and there's just no text on it. But there's more on either side, so I just missed a page.
1: You're so professional. Thank
0: you. In my fancy-dancy notebook, or my handy-dandy notebook. Ugh. Steve (laughs) would be so ashamed. Suspiria! We open with loud noises!
1: Very loud noises.
0: The narrator man informs us that our heroine <laughs> wanted to be a ballerina.
1: The narrator man. Yeah, well,
0: that's it. Like the the movie starts with this like narrator man I know,
1: like, I just call him that, who informs
0: us that our heroine wanted to be a ballerina. So she traveled to the most prest- prestigious ballet school in Germany. I thought he said Germany. Are they in Germany, or are they in Italy?
1: I think Germany. I
0: think so, too. But I was, like, concerned because everyone was Italian, except for the main character. But I was like, are they actually in Germany? Maybe they're in Italy. I don't... Maybe I misheard this because they never mention it again. I think you're right. I think they're in Germany. So, uh, and as always, or as always, as starting with the previous episode and these recaps, rather than trying to remember any characters' names, I've given them all fun nicknames. So pretty ballerina arrives in germany where despite it being the 1970s germany it is also a windy moody fairy tale kingdom did you <laughs> notice that the whole intro it's very much like the narrator talking about like once upon a time there was a fairy tale princess and she went to germany and everything's all weird and
1: i didn't get a fairy tale vibe but i see how yeah. you did yeah. i
0: totally did which is why later in the movie it threw me off because there are like two scenes where they drop the fairy tale thing and she just goes out into regular <laughs> italy or germany and talks to udo Kier. Which we'll get to?
1: Yeah. Because okay. that's the
0: only part of the movie that I'm like, what happened to the fairy tale vibe? She just goes to a university. Anyway. <clears throat> her taxi is awash with unnatural color, and they drive through a scary haunted forest, uh, and her spooky coachman or uh, acts all aloof and disinterested. He's the guy driving the taxi. Uh-huh. He's very much just like, yeah, he's, you know, it's like her Uber driver he can't he can't be bothered so they arrive at red hogwarts and pre- red
1: hogwarts? that's what i
0: called the school because i couldn't remember what it was called
1: because
0: it, it's kind of like hogwarts it's a school for witchcraft and wizardry and ballet
1: yeah
0: anyway. you're right so they arrive at which red isn't hogwarts. really a
1: spoiler you know that it's about
0: in. witches and, pre- and, oh, and her name is pretty ballerina and pretty ballerina heads inside or tries to head inside however whoever is on intercom duty is derelict in their job and tells her to go away her, her
1: actual name is Susie. Just so.
0: Is it great? Mm-hmm. Thwarted. Pretty ballerina gets back in the cab, and then we see shots of the other girl who left. No, Hogwarts. we we
1: don't see her get back in the cab. Well,
0: she yeah, she, we do because she walks back because they won't let her in, so she gets back in the cab. Then we as she's walking back to the cab,
1: um, cuts the, to the next woman. girl
0: leaves the school.
1: No, no, she's no sorry.
0: Yeah, no, she leaves the school and then she runs into the woods and then runs back. Remember?
1: Yeah, but she leaves the school when pretty ballerina is. At the intercom. Because she yes. hears her
0: say things. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then she runs past her and goes out into yeah. the woods. But And so then Pretty Ballerina gets back in the car. And then we see... Huma, we'll get to it, but she goes back to the school.
1: What did you call her?
0: Distraught Ballerina.
1: So I have to say, that cut scene between her getting back in the cab...
0: It was very confusing.
1: And I, I felt like we were missing a chunk of what happened. Because yeah. um, all of a sudden you see from there like you, you're following her story about not getting into the school and someone tells her to go away and she gets back in the cab you think something more is going to happen with her and then it cuts to this other girl running through the forest Yeah, and then it cuts from her running to the forest to her being back in the school. and I Yeah, like, like, I what? saw her, I'm we see her so go confused. back to the
0: school, but that was very confusing to me. I'm like, why did she go
1: back to the school? What is happening? So she ran away to, from the school to go back to the school?
0: Yeah, I was confused about that. But anyway, distraught ballerina runs back to the school and tells another girl, who I didn't bother to nickname, uh, that she plans to run away from this place the next day, even though she already ran away from it once and then ran back. She was, and then is going to run away she's again.
1: She's probably like, the storm's
0: too bad. I assume that's what we're meant to think. Because maybe at, the, at that exact moment, she didn't think she was in danger. You know, she was just trying to leave. That, but it was also, also there
1: was a taxi right in front of us. Well, car. there is
0: also that, yes. She
1: could have jumped in the taxi yeah. with the girl.
0: So distraught ballerina is nervously looking around at windows that are apparently open or not open. Uh, anyway, the, uh, the state of the windows is upsetting to her. She sees green eyes through the window. And then uh, a hand window breaks, and a man's hand reaches in and smooshes her face on the glass in a very hilarious way. (laughs) Uh, And then eventually um, he stabs her, and it's all very. And I wrote here it is all very stylish and moody, and art is happening.
1: (laughs) It cuts from them being at the window to them being on the roof.
0: Yeah, I was having a real. That was the. That's the only part of the whole movie that I had a really hard time figuring out where the they were, time I who is who, it. and what was going on.
1: Yeah, that whole opening was odd.
0: I found it after that everything was much easier to follow. Yeah, but that scene, totally. so then after un- that, it
1: felt like a normal movie. But kind was of, like yeah. the cut scenes are very oddly placed.
0: So unnamed ballerina then beats fruitlessly at the door as distraught ballerina is stabbed, uh, apparently on. See, this is where I got confused, because I thought, right, okay, so yeah, so she gets stabbed, but apparently she's on top of the skylight. I think that it wasn't on the roof. I think that there was, like, a stained glass window, like, that led down into the main floor, but it wasn't on the roof. I think it was actually just upstairs where her room was, like, in her room area. No, because maybe she it was drops that...
1: into the main foyer. Right, but I'm
0: saying that I don't think that they were on the roof. I think that it was a thing above the main foyer that for some reason had a stained oh, glass window. Oh, I see what you Because I don't understand how she would have gotten on the roof otherwise.
1: I see what you're saying. Yeah.
0: Regardless. That
1: makes more sense.
0: She gets pushed through a skylight. Which was uh, a
1: very cool scene. You see well, yeah. her head like break through the skylight.
0: Despite how confusing this was and try- to try and follow, it looked awesome. Like The color and the sound and the the, sh- the staging of it was gorgeous. The blood
1: is very red.
0: Everything is very red in this movie. It's like everything is either rat, very, very red or yeah. Red. Everything is either super red or super blue. <laughs> uh, but anyway, a way, she falls through this skylight, uh, and uh, I think she, at that point she's either dead or almost dead. But she also, after being stabbed and thrown through a skylight, she also is hung because a length of cord is wrapped around her neck, and so she's dangling. From the skylight and then shards of the glass from the skylight end up falling down on an unnamed ballerina so there was no need to name her after all
1: like giant shards of yeah. glass sticking out of her it looks very cool it
0: reminded me of the scene in the omen where doctor who gets cut in half doctor who remember in the omen when that plate of glass falls off the yeah. church and cuts him in half that's patrick Troughton. he was the second doctor
1: the it actor. wasn't a plate of glass well what was it the part of the cross oh. spiked down through him what am I thinking
0: of? I mean, I believe you. I just there, like there's to...
1: another scene where uh, um, the man is this, a man is trying to help him, and he's trying to go up these stairs, and there's a truck backing up, and a plate glass window. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, slides off the truck and decapitates. But that's him. not the same that's guy. That's not the priest.
0: Okay. I haven't seen the Omen in a long time, so I thank you. I love the omen. It's good, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, there's no need to name her because she's dead and who cares. The next day, pretty ballerina returns. The weather is nice now and the door isn't even locked this time. There she meets a character who I named, Frau Farbissina because she looked just like Frau Farbissina from Austin Powers.
1: She really did. Her outfit?
0: Yeah. Uh, and Frau Farbissina, for the record, is not a parody of this woman. She's a parody of a character from, from Russia with Love, just in case you thought that I thought that.
1: I didn't think you I thought that. I didn't
0: think that. you did. I just wanted to tell you that I knew a thing.
1: I'm so happy you know that. I just want you to be impressed with me. Always. Uh,
0: anyway, uh, Farah Farbessner introduces Pretty Ballerina to Old Ballerina, who is um, her teacher, and who very calmly and nonchalantly informs Pretty Ballerina that Distraught Ballerina was murdered. And because of this, Pretty Ballerina's room isn't ready, which makes me wonder, like, was Pretty Ballerina going to be moving into Distraught Ballerina's room, and that's why it's not ready, because it's full of blood? And they have to replace the window or something. I, maybe it's unrelated, but I just thought I wonder well, if that was what it, their plan was. They we were
1: planning on killing the strap ballerina anyway. Yeah. So maybe they just were really, like, "Yeah,
0: we'll kill pretty ballerina instead." Anyway, so her room wasn't ready, uh, and that, so she's going to have to move in with. Um, oh, hang on. It says, "Oh yeah." Before this, so her room isn't ready, so she has to move in with a third year, and then she meets Lurch who is this big, hulking um, guy. Oh,
1: that was such a funny thing. Yeah, because Frau... It's okay, he's ugly. Yeah, so Frau says, it's
0: okay to call him ugly, and feel free to say so, because he's Romanian, and he can't understand what you're saying. But then
1: he, like, frowns anyway?
0: Yeah, it's just, like, it was totally different, but all I could think of was Basil Falti saying, so sorry, he's from Barcelona. (laughs) Anyway, pretty ballerina meets sultry ballerina and friendly ballerina, who make weird snake noises at each other in the locker room. Girls will be girls, am I right?
1: Yeah, yeah, you actually asked me if that's yeah, what I girls was, do.
0: I was joking, Nicole. I was trying to make you laugh. I don't think that girls in locker rooms make weird snake noises at each other.
1: What do you think girls do in locker rooms?
0: Change! <laughs> and throw tampons at poor girls discovering their sexuality.
1: We are getting lots of good movie references in this podcast. I would
0: hope so. So, Sultry Ballerina has gaudy wallpaper, and Pretty Ballerina's bags are delivered by Ashton Kutcher. It is
1: so gaudy. The wallpaper is the most distracting thing (laughs) I have ever seen in my life. It's like, bold, black and white flower pattern.
0: It almost looked like a magic eye.
1: To like, the busiest extreme. Yeah, a magic eye is a perfect way, but it was giant. Yeah. On every single wall, it just, it hurts. Yeah, it was so
0: distracting that you didn't notice that the guy from the school who shows up with their bags looked exactly like Ashton Kutcher. I did
1: notice that, actually.
0: Yeah, so Ashton Kutcher brings the bag. And Ashton he...
1: Kutcher in that 70s. Oh, yeah, show.
0: precisely. It says that he can't be late back to the school or he'll be in trouble, which I thought they were going to follow up on. Like, I thought that'd be a whole thing that, like, all the staff has to be back at the school at a certain time or else there'll be in trouble. Ultimately, it turns out that, you know, they have to be there for their rituals. But I thought that that would actually be a plot point, but it wasn't. Um, and I hope you're in trouble. That so would then, have been better. Yeah. So then Sultry Ballerina and Pretty Ballerina discussed Distraught Ballerina and how in their brief encounter Distraught Ballerina had shouted about secret iris flowers. That was the first time they mentioned it. Was yeah, the she, iris. she
1: said that she could hear the words because a storm, so she couldn't hear yeah. exactly what Distraught Ballerina said, but yeah. she could make out the words secret and iris. Which
0: luckily were the only two words that actually mattered for solving the puzzle <laughs> luckily, later on in the movie. So goodness. how very convenient. <laughs> uh, anyway... Old Ballerina, I guess this is the next day. Yeah, the next day, Old Ballerina informs Pretty Ballerina that her room is ready. Pretty Ballerina pisses off Old Ballerina by saying that she'd rather stay with Sultry Ballerina. We then have shots of Pretty Ballerina walking through the halls of Red Hogwarts, being stared at by creepy staff, and then she swoons, and uh, strange things are afoot at the Circle K.
1: She swoons because that woman blinds her with the knife.
0: But why did that make you swoon? Like, you blinded me with CD cases, like, a trillion times, even while I'm driving, they, and I'm not just like... they
1: put a oh. hex on her.
0: Oh, that was magic?
1: Yes.
0: I just thought she was being, like, a wuss.
1: No. She's like, calm down. They put a hex. That was the the beginning of them putting magic on her.
0: Oh, okay. So was that a knife she had? I thought it was, like, a weird, like, necklace It was, thing. like,
1: it looked like a knife, but it was, like, a weird, um...
0: Like, crystal Crystal gem okay.
1: thing. All right, but, well, that
0: makes more sense, then.
1: That's why she got so sick. So they wanted to make her sick, so that so she that had to stay. To... So she had to stay in the the place and eat their right. food and drink their right. wine. Thank you.
0: All right, so in, pra- in uh, ballerina practice, so they call practice? Maybe it's re- rehearsal? I don't know. Anyway, in practice, pretty ballerina feels like beating shit, and so while trying to ballerina her to her best ability, she uh, she ballerina sucks.
1: Ballerina to the best of her. Yeah. Ability.
0: She sucks due to dizziness and eventually collapses. Later in bed, old ballerina and friendly ballerina pour water out of a weird-shaped pitcher that looks like a watering can. Into
1: her mouth. Directly
0: down her throat. Uh <laughs> To, as they say, counteract the hemorrhaging at the behest of Father Guido Sarducci, they have this like weird like professor man who's there to help, who looks like Father Guido Sarducci from um, SCTV. That they never, he, he doesn't come back. But I don't know
1: who that is.
0: It's a great reference if you. Anyway, I got it. So apparently, during this dizzy spell, Pretty Ballerina was moved back to the school. Um, Father Guido Surducci prescribes to Pretty Ballerina that she must be... B- this part I was confused by. I must have misheard it, because I thought he said she had to be blindfolded and not given any food, and only have the their special food for a week and drink lots of this special wine. Did he really say that she had to be blindfolded?
1: I heard that, I too. I could have sworn I heard that. I heard that, too. And then but we like, never see her
0: blindfolded. So,
1: like, I heard it. Thought, I thought maybe I didn't hear it right. Then you repeated it to me. So I'm yeah. like, well, I must have heard it right. So yes, that is what he said. So the
0: problem was I thought maybe I heard it wrong too. So either we both heard it wrong or they just didn't blindfold her. But anyway, she has to eat their special food and drink this like giant tumbler of red wine. They were like,
1: she'll go for the wine and food, but she won't go for the blindfold. Yeah, that's a
0: step too far. Yeah. So anyway, then Pretty Bellarina discovers mag- discovers maggots in her hair.
1: Oh, I hated that scene. I
0: thought it was a really good scene, but it was Uh, gross.
1: So many maggots, like, raining maggots from the ceiling. Which is the name of my death
0: metal band, actually.
1: It made my skin crawl.
0: Soon we learn all the girls have maggots all over them. Apparently they're coming from the ceiling. And uh, Frau Farbisner and Ashton Kutcher go to investigate. (laughs) They find a maggot-infested crate Mm -hmm. containing something. I thought they were corpses. I thought they were... I thought they were the two bodies of the dead girls. I thought
1: so too. But I
0: couldn't tell because everything was so goddamn blue. Uh, So then old ballerina tells everybody that it was a crate of the food that they bring in for the ballerina that had gone rotten. So it was rotten food.
1: I believe that.
0: So either it was actually rotten food or it was dead bodies.
1: I think they would have made it more obvious if it was dead bodies because every other dead yeah. body is very obvious. Well,
0: and the fact that the police had been there investigating the murders. So the police... Like, yeah. It wasn't like they were disappearances. They were murders. Yeah. The police knew they were murders, So presumably the police would have taken the bodies with them. Right. So they, it must have just been food that was hard to tell because of how blue everything was.
1: It was very hard to see. Yeah. But the maggots were so disgusting. Yeah. And there's like a close-up scene of them... Walking along the roof or upstairs in the attic yeah. space and like crushing maggots. all the maggots, yeah, it was, that was so pretty gross. Cool. So, anyway, I was, like, um, I was like, they use real maggots.
0: Well, like, yeah, they're not gonna get like animatronic maggots. I know, but those girls
1: actually had to have maggots in their hair.
0: You ever gone fishing?
1: No, once mm. actually. And I got oh, I have a sidebar here, please. I went fishing with my crush in like. Wait, what? My crush.
0: Your crush took you on a fishing
1: date? No, no. So our families were friends and we oh. would go camping together. I see. And we, he took me fishing. and he The did. little boy did. Yeah, well, we weren't well, you Were with were his
0: adult or was it just a no, little boy? No, just me and
1: him. Don't like me and a little boy. It sounds like me now with a well, little boy. Well, you were a little girl. So anyway, we're putting like... I made him do my hook for me. We just put like earthworms. Yeah, on a hook that's
0: bait yeah. is that
1: bait okay well, sure i didn't realize and have then, you ever seen
0: a cartoon There's always a worm on the hook he
1: was showing me how to cast and then he cast over top of me and then he went "Uh oh and i was like
0: the worm fell off the hook what no
1: the hook got caught in my hair that's bad too and the worm was in my hair
0: so was a barbed hook and that would be more my concern
1: i was more concerned about the worm
0: well what you needed there was an early bird Sure. Can I continue with this movie, please? Yes. So, uh, old ballerina tells the ballerinas that they should go into the practice hall, and they made a little dormitory for them, and the the dorm is lit with red light and red sheets because, of course, it is.
1: Okay, I have an explanation for why everything is red.
0: Because Dario Argento likes to be stylish.
1: Yes, but also, it's probably the exit signs.
0: No, honey, <laughs> this, that's not why it's that red.
1: Yeah, there's a red glow from the exit signs when the room is dark. How many fucking
0: exit signs do you think there are in that room?
1: Millions. There's probably lots of exits.
0: Look, honey, that's a stupid idea. It's not that. Well,
1: okay, fine. so a uh, friendly nice, ballerina... Nice talk with you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> friendly ballerina wakes up and hears weird noises. So she wakes up pretty ballerina and tells her about the weird noises and that she recognizes the sound as the directoress's snoring. Now, we were told earlier in the film that the directoress isn't there. She's on like a trip to wherever the fuck the ballerina directoresses go.
1: Barcelona.
0: Barcelona, exactly. She claims that they were lied to. The directoress is still in the school all along after all. And she knows this because she once heard the directoress snoring. And she matched the sound up.
1: It is a very creepy snore. Oh, yeah. I don't like that sound.
0: Honestly, I'd take it over a regular snore, which is just like the most annoying sound. Yes, it is. Don't act like I'm the only one in this relationship who snores. You snore like a goddamn lumberjack. <laughs> the only person I've met, well, I haven't slept near that many people, but you snore, my grandma snore like that. Oh my god.
1: My dad would snore so bad that I could hear him two floors above me. Oh yeah,
0: my grandma was like that. Like It was famous in our family that how loud grandma snored. It was like deafening.
1: Like when... my and she'd da- sleepwalk too. My dad and I went to Invermere together, and our whole family was coming up the next day. And... I was upstairs. And my you heard dad, him in a
0: here. And, I, he was in Calgary.
1: and No, my dad was downstairs and I was upstairs. He was snoring so loud, I thought that he had moved to the room next to me. Wow. And I caught up to check.
0: My grandma one time got up in the middle of the night when she was sleepwalking. As and my, an uh,
1: adult, she slept. Oh, she sleptwalked
0: left? constantly. So my dad and my grandpa, my dad was probably like in his late teens, early 20s, whatever. That's whenever. rare
1: for adults, I feel.
0: I, yeah, well, I don't know if that's true or not. Anyway, my grandma did. And uh, the clock was ringing, like, dong, dong. Mm-hmm. So grandma got up, went downstairs Walked over to my dad and grandpa, and went trains coming. Walked back around the kitchen, and went back up to bed. Really? Yep. And another time, she came downstairs, uh, fast asleep, and opened the front door. And my dad was like, "Dad, she's uh, she's leaving." Grandpa said, "Just wait." And she took one step onto that ice cold uh, concrete outside in her bare feet, and went, "Oh my goodness!" And closed the door, went right back to bed.
1: I have a crazy sleepwalking story about my auntie Stacy.
0: No she... names. What if she's you and just I... outed her?
1: Anyway. She was, at, she was a kid at a cabin on the lake, and she was sleepwalking, and she sleptwalked out onto the deck, like, onto the dock, mm-hmm. on the water. Oh, that's scary. And she woke up, because a plane crashed in front of her. Oh, I've heard that water. story. That's,
0: cra- yeah, that's Yeah, that's fucking rad.
1: That's so crazy. Do you worry crazy. that, like, maybe that
0: was, like, a like a fire starter situation, where that was, like, her latent psychic powers crashed yeah, that plane? absolutely. Have you ever thought of that?
1: Absolutely have thought of that.
0: Yeah. That's I wouldn't be surprised. That's a cool story. I bet you that's what happened. I bet. Did the pilot die? I don't know. Why did you not ask that? How did you not ask know. that? How
1: did I not ask that?
0: It's Carl Stacey right now. <laughs> Let's get back to this. Okay. So the next day, Frau Farbisna angrily interrupts practice to yell at Blind Pew. By the way, there's a man who plays the piano for them in practice, and he's blind, and I called him Blind Pew.
1: And he has a, a German Shepherd seeing eye dog.
0: Yes. Who I called Rin Tin Tim, but he's not in it very much. I know anyway uh so blind pew his seeing eye dog was sitting outside the school and attacked this creepy kid who's the child of the weird witch of the like the the housekeeper with the magic thing the crystal thing uh but like the kid was just staring at the dog and the dog's like fuck this noise and then he bit him apparently and now blind pew claims that he must have been provoked and then Frank Farberstina fires him. It's this whole big scene.
1: It's a huge scene for... I just didn't understand why she was so angry.
0: Yeah, I honestly have no idea why they kill Blind Pew.
1: I was thinking the same like, thing. Like, it's a whole
0: big set piece. And I'm like, well, what the, what the Blind Pew do? Maybe... The only thing I could think of was... He wasn't was
1: suspicious.
0: No, but the only thing I could think of was that the dog could tell they were evil.
1: Oh, that that's true. I didn't think of that. And the that's, dog could tell they were that's evil. That's my guess. Dogs always know evil people.
0: Well, the dogs are easily controlled, we'll find out. So that night... uh, Friendly ballerina and pretty ballerina do some Nancy Drew shit and deduce by the number of footsteps that the teachers don't leave the school but they go deeper into it. Because apparently, no matter how far away you are in that school, you can hear and discern the directions of footsteps. You can
1: also see through all the walls. Did you notice that? Like at night, there's shadows. Yeah, I know, but why
0: would. I suspect it was because they spent all of their money on lights. Like, this movie, I, I, I had to imagine this movie was like, okay, we spent about $5,000 on acting, $5,000 on catering, uh, $5,000 on that really good soundtrack, and then $12 million on lights. <laughs> okay, uh, so anyway, yeah, they did some Nancy Drew stuff. I think they're deeper than school. Blind Pew is enjoying some traditional German folk dancing at a bar, which I enjoyed a great deal. It was like Oktoberfest. It
1: did look like Oktoberfest. Yeah, so they
0: must be in Germany, because those guys were in Lederhosen. Dancing on the bar. They
1: must have been.
0: Anyway, so then after we watch some delightful German folk dancing, Blind Pew departs and is walking with his dog through a moodily lit uh, scene from a spy thriller where he's just walking in this like big empty square in Berlin or wherever they are. It's somewhere in Germany. Uh, and then suddenly the dog goes apeshit and the music gets murdery.
1: And then the dog murders him.
0: And then there's like a bird or something, but like you see this, uh, this statue on top of the building and then there's like a thing that looks like a bird swoops at some point and we never see what it is. I thought you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like a weird shadow. Like And then Blind Pew gets his throat torn out by the dog, or rather a, a puppet of his dog. <laughs> and the boat as convincing as the puppets from Day of the Animals. And then
1: like obviously the a dog just eating raw meat.
0: Oh yeah, totally. And then the cops are just like, Jesus fuck and chase the dog off. And we never talk about it again.
1: It was. it was weird. It was that a they great scene. Him.
0: But it was a great, like, outside of the context of why is this happening and what does it add to the movie, it was a gorgeous scene.
1: If they thought the dog could, like, sense that, or sense their evilness, why would they hire him to begin with? Why wouldn't they hire a different piano man?
0: Well, I mean, you know.
1: just fire him.
0: (laughs) Because he was quick with a joke or a light of your smoke. But there is somewhere that he'd rather see, but he's blind. Oh,
1: Oh my god.
0: I honestly think Bad. that this was my favorite scene in the movie, even though it has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. It was just like so cool. And I honestly, actually scary. the whole
1: thing was pretty um well shot. <laughs> don't
0: sorry, i am helping.
1: Me. Don't I don't need help. I'm strong, capable. capable, independent woman and I can do it myself. All right. Oh I lost my train of thought. Damn it, Joey.
0: You liked the scene.
1: I liked a lot of this movie because it created a lot of suspense.
0: Mm-hmm. Suspense, <laughs> Anyway, oh yeah, my note here says he was thrown out by a puppet of his own dog. What fuckery is this? The next day, Pretty Ballerina tells Old Ballerina about the secret irises thing that she heard uh, Distraught Ballerina say. Friendly Ballerina scolds Pretty Ballerina for telling Old Ballerina because now they know someone is on the case. S- like, Distraught Ballerina, not, uh, Friendly Ballerina really is just like, What the fuck, man? You told her this, the thing? We're trying to solve this mystery, you idiot. But up until this point, old ballerina has given no indication that she's not on their side.
1: Right.
0: So friendly ballerina needs to calm down. I think so. So friendly ballerina reveals that she was the voice on the intercom who told pretty ballerina to go away. This drove me crazy. Why? Why was she the voice on the thing? If she knew things were wrong, why wasn't she like telling pretty ballerina the whole time? Like, hey, you should leave. There's weird witch fuckery going on.
1: Well, because she had to make friends with her first, otherwise she wouldn't believe her. Okay,
0: better question then. Why the fuck didn't Friendly Ballerina just leave? Because she's doomed.
1: She needed to get to the bottom of it. She's Nancy Drew.
0: Fuck, she's dumb as fuck is what she is. Apparently, uh, Distraught Ballerina gave Friendly Ballerina a bunch of notes. The notes that she had compiled.
1: Distraught ballerina the one that died, that died. The she had all
0: she had it all figured out but before pretty ballerina can read them they're stolen which again i don't understand why all of a sudden they got stolen because so pretty ballerina tells old ballerina that they've got that they're onto something but old ballerina doesn't know that friendly ballerina has the notes she doesn't know the notes exist
1: which is man
0: i guess uh anyway a uh, bunch of notes they've been stolen friendly ballerina can't get pretty ballerina to wake up because her obviously her wine is drugged i figured it out why the fuck couldn't friendly pretty ballerina figure this out it gosh obvious. i keep getting knocked out every night when i drink this fucking quart glass of red wine that i chug
1: yeah, you said that, I like, what did you say I said, why is she chugging it and then i said was there any
0: other way to drink wine? Well, yeah, maybe not for you, but for <laughs> civilized people, like ballerinas, you would think, but has some control. Anyway, uh, friendly, friendly Ballerina can't get Pretty Ballerina to wake up because she's obviously drugged, but before she passes out again, Friendly Ballerina reveals to Pretty Ballerina that she suspects witches are behind it. And this is the first time they mention witches in the movie. And I this do, is a I good hour in the movie. I love
1: witches. Yeah, witches are great.
0: So anyway, the murder song starts up again, and friendly ballerina, ballerina runs away as a light appears in a window. And I couldn't figure out where exactly in the school the window was because it looked like it was in pretty ballerina's room. And so I thought, oh, well, maybe it's the next door room. But why would there be like a big like overhead arch of anyway? Yeah. The point is, friendly ballerina sees a light, figures someone's coming, and books it. So she runs into the room next to pretty ballerinas, and so uh, friendly ballerina flees through Ballet Hogwarts and leads and heads up to what I thought was the attic, but it might just be upstairs or something. It's blue, regardless. She
1: goes up a ladder and opens a door. Well, that's before right? she
0: goes up the ladder. First she goes up some stairs, and then she runs into that place and then goes up a ladder, oh. and then opens this door. Anyway, she heads up to this place. Uh, it's very blue. She gets chased by someone with a straight razor, which is a pretty cool scene. And she tries to escape through this tiny window by stacking up all these, like, pieces of furniture to she come does up to it the window. very
1: slowly. Oh,
0: very. Because it's more threatening. Uh, so then she crawls through the window and falls into a room filled with razor wire. This is the razor wire room. Do not go into the razor wire room.
1: It was so creepy. It's
0: a bad room. Because you
1: like think she's out, and then she falls into that shit, and you're like, oh, you're doomed. Well, I was just very doomed. much just like,
0: look before you leap, friendly ballerina. What is the matter with you? <laughs> the room was well lit. She didn't see that there was fucking razor wire all over the floor, because she just biffs it right into it.
1: She and then it rolls
0: around like Sabu in an ECW match.
1: It was very, very cool. I liked yeah. that. But and as then, if
0: that wasn't enough, then she gets killed with a razor blade.
1: Everyone should have a razor wire room.
0: Just don't go in it.
1: Just have it there. Look. In case.
0: It's a bad word. <laughs>
1: For bad people. The
0: next morning, Frau Farbisner and Ashton Kutcher tell a pretty ballerina that friendly ballerina left that morning without telling anyone. But somehow they know exactly what time she left. They mentioned that, but I'm like, well, she didn't tell me when she was leaving. How do you know when she left? Ah, you guys are up to something. Pretty Ballerina is very suspicious. Suspicious, Ria. Pretty Ballerina goes to meet with Friendly Ballerina's friend and former psychiatrist, played by Udo Kier. I was so excited. Who's that? Udo Kier has been, like, in a million, like, grindhousey and horror movies and stuff. He's in a lot of, like, um... He's in, uh... I can't remember if he's in the Rob Zombie trailer for world's world the vss i think he might be but he's definitely in one of those grindhouse oh, things cool. he's in a bunch of stuff anyway he's very when i looked at him i'm like that's young Udo Kier, sweet so
1: right this was the scene that like totally... broke
0: the fairy tale mold yeah
1: totally. everything had
0: this sort of like dreamlike quality and then she goes to this university and talks to first udokir who says look i don't know anything about witches but i got a friend professor smart guy Professor Smart Guy knows all about witches. Why don't you ask Professor Smart Guy? And then comes Professor Smart Guy.
1: He's very into the occult.
0: Yeah. So we learn. Yeah,
1: occult. occult.
0: So we learned that uh, Friendly Ballerina learned a bunch of stuff about witches and found out that the t- like some super witch from back in the day had founded the school, but then that super witch got burned to death and the school was taken over by her top student and it became just a plain old dance school, just a normal dance school. It used and to be a, else. It
1: used to be a dance slash. A cult school. Yeah,
0: it was like a witch slash like a, Ballet. A, a ballet witch school.
1: Now it's just, just now ballet. It's just ballet
0: and not witches. Definitely not.
1: Minus slash, just ballet. Just
0: ballet and no witches. Definitely not. So anyway, despite learning all this, Pretty Ballerina still goes back to the fucking school like an idiot. Uh, and but But this time she opts to not drink the obviously drugged wine, finally, and discovers everyone is missing. Mm.
1: Is that very funny scene where a bat flies yeah, in the window? Yeah, a bat flies in
0: her window and goes ape shit, which is a nightmare of mine. I that terrifies me. I did have like I a fucking like it's bat or nightmare a Nightmare
1: for most people.
0: Yeah, but like to it's, have a
1: bat caught in your hair.
0: Now I will say this: this is less a bat and more of a tribble with wings stapled to it. <laughs> like this thing is the biggest, fuzziest bat you ever saw. I, if you, get, Dario Argento had clearly never seen a bat,
1: <laughs> but then she killed it.
0: Well, yeah, the bat was attacking her. What was she supposed to it do? It wasn't
1: attacking her.
0: Huh, Nicole, it was attacking her.
1: It the witches sent it. accidentally.
0: No. No, listen no, to me. No, it you're accidentally
1: crazy. flew in through the window. It got scared. It was all caught in her hair. The poor little thing scared It to wasn't death. caught in her hair. It was and then battering it died. her.
0: It was battering her. <laughs> this was a fucking Stop. evil bat. Anyway, so she kills the Tribble and decides to take the up Tribble. the Nancy Drew investigation. Following Friendly Ballerina's uh, step notes, those notes about counting the steps, she paces through Hogwarts to determine where the staff goes at night. And it turns out it's a freaky room with secret irises on the wall. And it's actually a secret door like in mist! I wrote here, secret door like in mist, because she has to rotate the iris. You
1: got really excited there.
0: I did. And then, like an idiot, pretty ballerina goes through the secret iris door in the witch school. Yeah,
1: if you suspect that there's witches abound... You leave! Just leave.
0: You go home. Kids, if you suspect witches are in your school, don't go into the secret mist room, no matter how cool it is. Get out! Don't be like friendly ballerina or pretty ballerina
1: this whole last scene was pretty cool
0: So pretty ballerina discovers the coven doing coveny stuff actually they're sitting in like a broom closet and uh, the old and it's like drinking and talking and uh, old talking ballerina about yeah
1: how they need to get rid of her
0: Old ballerina is instructing the other witches to get rid of pretty ballerina so then pretty ballerina finds friendly ballerina's corpse and it's nailed to like an altar or something and it's all fucked up which is pretty crazy. So then she has to run because Lurch is coming. This is like the second time in all the movies see Lurch. Yeah. So good thing he was introduced. Uh, the room she hides in, she hears that freaky snoring that friendly ballerina had talked about. So she naturally knocks over a peacock and then <laughs> awakens the Wicked Witch of the West. who it turns out was that freaky witch boss that got burned the alive. Actress. But she didn't really die in the fire. So right. her student was old ballerina.
1: I actually took get that over. Yeah.
0: That's okay. why her face was all fucked up. Because she was in that fire. I was like, oh, was the
1: directoress and she's fucked up because she's a witch.
0: She fucked up because she got burned.
1: Like, when you're And so they a have, witch? they've hidden
0: her away. So I'm then,
1: assuming when you're a witch, eventually you look like that.
0: Uh, tell that to... What's her face? From Wicked.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Kristen Chenoweth. She got somebody fired for, like, uh, not being nice at her coffee shop. Fuck that lady. Right? I forget the specifics, but like, yeah, she was all like, nee, "Hey, this minimum wage person he wasn't friendly enough, and she got him fired. Fuck that bitch.
1: I don't think it was friendly enough. I think it was like her drink wasn't hot enough. Yeah, it was
0: something like that, but yeah. it was like, fuck you, you fucking ass fuck. Go back and sing your fucking praise songs, you dumb asshole. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> okay, so yeah, it turns out it was the witch boss. Who disappears before Pretty Ballerina can stab her with whatever it was that she found to stab her with. Was it nice? She's
1: like going She'll in go and glass. out of focus.
0: Yeah, basically she disappears, but like you can still see her like outline.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so before she can stab her, friendly Ballerina's corpse walks into the room with a knife, which is a really cool visual.
1: It was very cool.
0: But it doesn't matter because pretty ballerina just stabs where the witch obviously was, and then shit goes crazy. So killing the coven leader is having a very negative effect on the other witches, and indeed on Hogwarts itself, which is falling apart.
1: It's falling up.
0: So then, Pretty Ballerina gets this awesome, like, end of the action movie scene where she just, like, walks slowly out of the house like a fucking badass, and then the school explodes. Rad. And that's the end.
1: That end.
0: So, like, as cool as that final scene looked... Boy, was that anticlimactic. She, like, accidentally finds this room where the evil head honcho witch is unprotected, who turns invisible but still leaves an outline. The corpse walks in, doesn't have to fight her or do anything, she just stabs where the witch obviously is, like space invaders. And then the house blows up and she walks out like a badass. So even though she was an idiot, well, she it, saved I mean, the day.
1: It was like a very simple plot. Yeah, it was. So I don't see how it could have been more climactic.
0: Yeah, the mystery elements were not the strongest part of this movie. No. In fact, the only strong part of this movie is how cool everything looks. This is a movie that you should probably just watch on mute and not try and... are not on mute because then you'd miss the set the music. But don't... It doesn't matter what the plot was. Yeah. I, I took too many notes. I think, <laughs> like, I
1: think I was a little bit disappointed just because my expectations were really high, and but I really liked watching it with you, and I liked how it looked, and I liked everyone in it.
0: I still actually really liked this movie. Yeah. Like I, I realized that I probably sounded down on this movie, but I was more down on how fucking stupid the characters are. Like they're all just dumb. <laughs> but like, especially but friendly. Most bellies.
1: characters <sighs> are dumb in slasher movies. Yes,
0: totally. This movie is a hundred percent about watching gorgeous, like set design, lighting, and color with an awesome soundtrack by Goblin. Like, the music is really good, and very, like, moody, and, you know, there's a few weird scenes, like when she goes and talks to Udo Kier, and Professor Smart Guy, but, yeah. uh, I, despite what I have sounded like, I actually do like this movie quite a bit. I give it, like, a... If if Letterbox gave quarter stars, I'd go three and three quarters out of five, but since I don't, I rounded it up to four. That's what kind of guy I am. <laughs> what about you?
1: Um, I give it a two.
0: Really?! That surprises me. I thought you'd like it more than that. Mm. I thought you had like. I mean, I can tell you didn't love it. Yeah. I feel like you were more into the like disappointed by the plot.
1: Yeah, I was. That's fair. Mm.
0: It's it's a very stupid plot.
1: <laughs> I do love witch movies though, and yeah. there are parts of this movie that really shone. But
0: like, I've seen enough other Jello and Jello adjacent movies to know that the plot is not usually that important. Although I have seen ones with weight, I've seen this is not in my top ten Italian horror movies. Much apologies to any of our fans listening, fans is a terrible word, listeners who adore this movie. Because it is like a beloved, like, this is one of those like untouchable pillars of, of horror movies.
1: So I think I thought, like, based on the trailer, that there'd be more to it, that that'd be more surreal.
0: Well, I mean, it was... The first scene was definitely surreal in that we couldn't figure out where anybody was or what the timeline was. (laughs) So that was kind of surreal. And that's why I was thinking, like, maybe it's just supposed to have, like, a dream logic. But no, the rest of it doesn't. So I think it was more just, like, confusingly staged. I I
1: guess, like, thinking it have more of a Lynchian Mm -hmm. um, tone Right. Well, I mean, I think it, it does have
0: a sort of, like, a Lynchian vibe to it, if only because of the way Italian movies were made in that era where they would record the dialogue after.
1: Yeah. So
0: they're all, like, dubbed. Yeah, And so it, it has that weird disconnect, which I actually really like in those movies. I think that's like a really, like, feels it, it, cool. Like, I just like the way it feels. Like, it feels cheap, but it also, like, gives it this, like, vibe that you only get in those movies. I, I feel like, like.
1: When, it, when movies are like that, it forces me to pay attention more because it's slightly off.
0: Yeah, which actually is the wrong thing to do in this movie. Because paying attention to the dialogue will just annoy you because it's stupid. <laughs> Fucking Friendly Ballerina just pisses me off.
1: She's stupid.
0: Friendly Ballerina and, and Distraught Ballerina both. They're just idiots. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, I actually like this movie more than you. But uh, yeah, I do think that... Um, I'm
1: glad I finally saw it though.
0: It's a little... I don't want to say it's overrated because the th- the reasons this movie is beloved are obvious. Like, it's it's well regarded, I think, because of the style. You know, I don't think very many people are watching it being like, oh no, it's a really good story. You know. It's kinda like Mandy had a pretty basic story, but it was rad to look at. But it was also metal. It's and Suspiria also very is not metal.
1: Surreal, though.
0: That's true. I and it was metal. You don't you cannot discount the metalness.
1: It was very metal. Like if
0: Sere if Cerebra. Fuck, if Suspiria had been more metal, <laughs> that'd be cool.
1: Yeah.
0: So do you have any interest in seeing the remake?
1: Not really. I did it. I did and Now that I've seen this one, I'm like, eh.
0: Yeah, because I feel like you're not going to make it look cooler. Like, it's not going to be more visually impressive. And Right,
1: yeah. And the story is very basic. The story's
0: dumb, so I don't care if you do the story better, because the story's stupid.
1: Yeah.
0: Pretty Ballerina goes to a fairy tale ballet place where nothing makes sense, and then people get thrown through skylights. Yeah. And then Blind Pew gets killed. Poor Blind Pew. He didn't deserve that.
1: He was a nice guy.
0: Blind Pew's from Treasure Island, right? That's where I got that from?
1: I don't I know. I think Blind
0: Pew is a character in Treasure Island.
1: I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> so I picked the next movie.
1: Yeah, what'd you pick?
0: Fuck, I forget. Uh, oh, right. Okay. We're going to watch a movie from 1985. It's apparently a crazy mess that's fun to watch. It's a Toby Hooper movie. Oh. We've done a couple of his movies on this podcast. Yes. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw 2. Okay. I love Texas Chainsaw, too. It's called Life Force. I think it's got, like, vampires or something. Or aliens or something. I think there's a lot of boobs in it or something. <laughs> it's like this... I've heard this is, or like, something. a famously insane cult movie that's just, like, bonkers. What's it called? Life Force. Okay. I'm very much looking forward to watching this bonkers movie.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: So, stick around for that. Next month. Next month. The final month. The final Friday of the month of March. Uh, As you may have noticed, there was not a bonus episode in February. We're still planning on doing that bonus episode that we promised for January about Shin Godzilla. You know, it's just scheduling. Uh, But uh, who knows? Maybe there'll be a bonus episode in this month. Although probably not. We have a lot of other projects on the go. Yes, we do. Yeah.
1: So don't make promises
0: we can't keep. Can can I announce the the other upcoming projects? Okay, well, keep your bananas peeled. It's going to be very exciting. You probably, if you're listening Closer to this, you to already know. But yeah, there'll be another cool project on the horizon. Uh, but you're busy painting and drawing and stuff. And Doing I, comics. Yeah, and I've got, you know, my plate's pretty full between watching Gundam, building Gundams, and playing video games. I am just swamped. So there you go. That's Suspiria. That's this month's episode of Bride of the Creature. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh... And so until next time, I am the creature, Joey G.
1: And I'm the bride, Nicole.
0: Y'all stay scary now.
1: Kissy kissy. How
0: could this woman ever decide to wed this man?